Good morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer, and with us today we have Chickasha School Superintendent Rick Crosland. Rick, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Get an update on uh, the Chickasha school system and all the goings on, as we're about halfway through the first semester or so, I guess. So we are. We are two weeks away from the first uh, nine weeks being done and heading to fall break, and so things are just cruising right along. All right. We want to thank our friends at Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma for helping us out with our Cool Conversation program. So we want to talk about the school survey that um, just started here recently. I know you've had a, had a big community meeting. You've had this big survey. And let's just talk about the, the groups you're working with that to really make some long-term plans for the, for the school district. So earlier this year, uh, our school board approved going into a... Um, uh, starting the strategic uh, process for continuous improvement with Oklahoma State School Board Association. And so we have been working since about mid-August um, of having a survey out there, and that survey closed on Thursday. And we are excited. We had uh, well over 400 responses on our survey, which you say, well, 400. Well, when we were doing the superintendent search, we had 200 responses. Um, and so we've doubled our um, response rate from that. A couple of years ago, and but we also held some forums across the community over a period of two days uh, earlier in uh, September, and so we met with teachers, we met with principals, we met with parents, we met with coaches. Um, our more interesting, exciting ones were with students. We met with eighth grade, tenth grade, and twelfth grade, all in different forums, and uh, that was very insightful, very uh, interesting time with kids. And so, all in all, we've had uh, feedback from over a thousand people. And uh, just finding out what they want out of a, a graduate from Chickasha High School and from Chickasha Public Schools, what they want to see happen in our schools, what they like, what they don't like, things we need to keep doing, things we need to start doing. And um, it's just been, a, I found it to be very interesting, very uh, engaging. And so right now, um, the survey is closed. And so we're letting uh, OSSBA and the K-20 Center from OU uh, go through all those data points because at the same time the district has been pulling data for the last five years on assessments, attendance, uh, enrollment, um, all, just a whole litany of things. And so they'll be taking all those data points and then we'll be starting a large committee meeting uh, made up of about 30 people from the community in November and we'll go from there. So this K-20 group out of OU, mm -hmm. a, a pretty good reputation? Yes. Pretty good track um, record? They've been around for, oh my goodness, uh, 25 years plus. Um, they are uh, experts at being able to come in and data mine and being able to help school districts, educators, uh, leaders be able to um, just understand the trends and everything that's going on within their district, within their schools, within their state or their community. And um, then also just show you what other parts of the nation are doing, some best practices. Uh, but the most important thing for us is we're going to take all that information, but we're going to talk about what we want out of our community schools and what we want them to look like. So they're going to be great facilitators of the process. Uh, but this is really going to be our plan that we want it to look, uh, what we want our students, our graduates, our schools to look like. And so, but we're going to have a great process to follow. Uh, but in the end, it's going to come out and be ours. Is this a cost to, to the district or anything? Yes, it costs the district. We're using um, some of our ESSER funds uh, to help pay for this. It's kind of a, it's a costly process because it's uh, from beginning to end, it's about a 15-month process. Uh, so uh, the contract we're under is for um, around $40,000. 
to do all this. So, yeah, definitely want some results from that. Oh, absolutely. No so. And anybody can go on to uh, the OSSBA website, and it's under their services tab, and you'll find uh, continuous strategic improvement. Once you click on that and you scroll down, they will um, have a copy of all the plans they've done with other districts across the state. So you can go in there and get a feel uh, for what it will look like, and you can see what other districts have done. Um, but we will present this to our board in May. And it'll be very thorough, be very comprehensive. We will show you uh, the data from the surveys. We'll show you the data from the forums that we've held. Um, it, it will. Um, we're going to have everything out there for you to see and uh, to know what's happened and um, where we're going to go. What are some other school districts that have taken part in the program? Uh, Shawnee Public Schools, Clinton Public Schools, Alva, Middell. Um, there's just a large group mm-hmm. of them on there. I want to say they are at 20 five or 30. It is a uh, process that was just recently nationally awarded uh, for how it helps school districts do strategic planning. And then the best part about it is, is they help you do this part, but then it's the accountability and making sure that you actually do it is the best piece and how it engages the community. Uh, A lot of times uh, in business and in education, you can put together a plan and then it just goes and sits on a shelf and nothing ever happens with it. And that is not our point. We want to we want to make sure that we are doing the things that our community wants with our kids. Uh, we want to make sure that our education is top-notch, that we have great facilities, that we're financially sound and stable at all times, and that when you think about Chickasha and Chickasha Public Schools, you think of it with a great sense of pride. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, everything from books in the classroom and equipment to Facilities and we're, I know we're technology, we're t- curriculum, mm-hmm. finances, everything. We're uh, we're talking about. So the first, our next step, uh, the first step's been the feedback. Mm-hmm. The next step will be looking at all the data and then developing a mission and vision statement um, that will truly be representative of Chickasha. And then we'll start dealing with our goals, our five-year goals and ten-year goals. What do we want the school district to accomplish, and what do we want it to? do and become. Um, When you think about facilities, uh, we've got some facilities that need some work. We've been working on them, uh, roofing, lighting, HVAC, um, all those type of things. But we've got to to have some conversations about some buildings that are um, many decades old. And we've got some that we're going to need to, um, that are no longer in use that we probably need to uh, tear down. Um, We've got some that need some major renovation. And we've got some that Maybe we need to think about new facilities and what does that look like. And you've got we've got you've got property uh, where some of these new facilities could be built. And we have a lot of property mm-hmm. in uh, the area. We actually, as a school district, we have 160 plus acres that we own and spread throughout the community. So uh, we have we have more than our fair share, and so it's it's all good. Uh, but we just need to be good stewards of it. We want to be good stewards of it, but. Um, and I've said this multiple times already, but we really want to be a reflection of Chickasha in this great community. And whenever you think of this school district, we want you to be so proud of us and proud of everything we're doing um, that you can't wait to either have your kids enrolled or your grandkids enrolled or that you're proud to say I'm an alumni of that place. And uh, it's, it has a great history, and we want to make sure that our future is just as proud as our past has been. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us on the Cool Conversation. Superintendent for Chickasha Schools, Rick Crosland, on the program with us today. So um, we, 
and we've been talking about a perhaps a bond issue maybe next year or the following year uh, for some of this new construction you talked about in the first segment, possibly. So we will um, we are considering uh, possibly bringing a bond proposal to the community. It'll probably be um, it'll be late spring, summertime um, of next year. This would not be a tax increase, um, but it would be a continuation of our bond funds that we've had. Um, and so in this one, our main focus and everything would be about facilities and what we're going to do for the future. What are those uh, facility needs? Um, what are they? Uh, what do we need to do to be able to educate our kids five years, 10 years, 20 years from now? Um, and as you know, we have buildings that are WPA projects. And so if you just walk around some of them, they were built back in the 1920s and 1930s. Uh, great buildings. Uh, but historical buildings. Historical yeah. buildings, mm-hmm. but some of them are at end of life. Some of them need some TLC. Um, some of them, we, we just need to have some conversation about what um, our buildings are. We need to um, look at some buildings that are no longer in use, uh, that are sitting there, abs- they're just closed, um, that probably we need to talk about what that needs to look like in the next couple of years. Um, so... Great stuff. Not saying that everything needs to be brought down and rebuilt, but we need to look at them and we need to make sure that we're doing our parts as stewards uh, in the district of maintaining these buildings, taking care of them, and our kids going to get an education in a great facility. And a lot of talk, too, about doing some renovations at Memorial Stadium. Also another historic facility, although, again, may be at the... Close to the end of life. So Memorial Stadium presents some challenges. I'm just going to be real honest about it. Um, if you've noticed, we've got a part of it that's cordoned off at the top right now. Um, that structural engineers have told us that we cannot have people go up into that area. Um, we do no longer use the locker rooms underneath the facility. Uh, those um, have been closed for quite some time. Um, we've got some issues in the concession stand area. Um, overall, there's a lot of just repairs that's needed. If you have a box seat out there, you understand, you know, uh, some of the challenges that go with your box seat, but we appreciate your patronage. So, um, but even then, if you look at our field and our, uh, track, our track is at end of life. We've, um, been exploring that and our track is really no longer safe to be able to hold a track meet and, uh, to be utilize that facility. So we've got some challenges there. What do we do with that? What are we going to make that look like? Um, it's going to take a bond issue to be able to address those needs because it's such a large facility. Um, so we've got, we have been talking with um, architects and engineers and uh, we'll have some different ideas that we're going to be bringing forward and talking with people about. Unfortunately, the cost of renovation as the cost of building new those numbers are almost interchangeable. They're just just not a big difference. Mm-hmm. You would think that maybe uh, you could renovate cheaper than you could build new, and it's the the problems are so vast and so many. Um, that's just not the right. case in our situation. So details to come, as they say. Details and, to come. And I know they're talking about turf uh, field as well. So, so if you, uh, right now we have the, a... That's the growing trend? That's a growing trend. Mm-hmm. and But for us, it's got some different reasons for it. Um, it's not because we want to go out and do the big, the best, the new, the flashy, and all that. Um, if you turf a field, you can make it a multiple purpose field. And um, that has a lot of... Um, things that lead some benefits for us. 
you can also build turf fields today to where they can also help cut back on concussions. And that would be um, a great benefit to all of our athletes that utilize a field out there. But also you can turf more than a football field. You can also turf parts of your baseball field. You can turf softball, you can do soccer, all those type things. So uh, for us, it's a conversation about all of our programs and all of our facilities. Uh, if you are any, any what familiar with our facilities, you know that we have water drainage issues, especially down in the softball um, soccer complex down there. Um, and so we've, we've got to take care of that as well. We've got to figure out how to stop the erosion on the backside of the soccer fields that's happening from our um, lake or large pond back mm-hmm. there that's coming closer to our, our um, bleachers. And so we're in the process of putting up a um, – we're having a fence put back up there that's already been lost once pretty much to the erosion. So we're going to have another one put in there, but that doesn't take care of the erosion part. So we've got to figure that piece out. But – even then, you've got to take care of all the drainage that's happening hmm. down from Iowa, down from the activity center that all is heading straight towards the soccer field. So we want to take care of them all, but we've got to have, um, we've got to have a plan. We've got to have a, a systemic way of how we're going to maintain these facilities because uh, when we get out there, we do not want to do something halfway. We want to have our athletes um, playing and competing on really top-notch uh, facilities and our parents and patrons very proud of the stewardship that you see um, in us maintaining and building those. I want to wrap up with the, the, how COVID has affected the district. I know you get tired of talking about COVID and everybody gets tired of talking about COVID, but still uh, the health and safety of the students and employees are, are first and foremost. So. Absolutely. It is. Uh, COVID is, um, you know, it, unfortunately it's become very political. A lot of people have a lot of thoughts and comments about it. We just want to have school. We want to educate kids. Um, As I said at one of our board meetings, I'm tired of um, losing instruction to COVID and to quarantines and all that. Um, We have um, updated our policies to reflect the uh, most recent uh, information that was sent out by our our governor, Stitt, and uh, the Oklahoma State Department of Health, and we're just sticking to it. And uh, But we're going to have school. That's the bottom line. We're not going to... We, we've had to quarantine, and we are trying to make sure that that is all within reason and within scope. Masks are optional, and um, I'll say it, I've said it at a board meeting. I'll say it here on the radio. I'm not bringing a mask mandate to the board. Um, we're going to leave those things as optional for parents and for kids to figure out. And if you like your kids to wear a mask, then please do so. And if you don't, make the best decisions for you. But we are a school district that's about teaching kids, and we want to do it safely. We want to have a great environment for students and staff that is safe and healthy. Uh, and I'm sure everybody's going to have a lot of different comments and opinions on everything I've just said. Um, please know we're willing to work with anybody and everybody, but um, we just want to have school. Any students on remote learning? We have a total of nine students that are on distance learning this year, remote learning. Uh, everybody else is back in school. We're, our enrollment's up by over 250 kids. I was going to ask about yep. that. So um, We are excited. This is the first time in over five years we've had a positive enrollment trend. And, uh, and if you're wondering, from the pandemic, we were down about 100, 120 kids. So we are more than doubled what we were down last year. So we're excited. Our classrooms are full. Ask our teachers. Ask our principals. Uh, we've got some. They're still trying to figure out where to put kids. It's, it's a great problem to have. Superintendent Rick Crossan with Chickasha Public Schools. I know your door is open, so folks can come by or Anytime. give you a call and have a little chat. So yep. thanks a lot.
Thank you, George. Appreciate it. Uh, Rick Crosley, Chickasha School Superintendent on our Cool Conversation program. And our thanks to our sponsors that include Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems.